This is the Mormon Mixed Faith Marriage Podcast with Certified Life Coach Brooke Booth, episode number 88. I'm going to address something I hear pretty frequently when people are talking about their mixed faith marriage. I mean, I see this from my clients. I see it online in Facebook groups. I see it pretty regularly. I'm sure I've even said it a handful of times, if not dozens of times myself. And it's this phrase. I don't want to rock the boat. And a lot of times people use this phrase to reference their marriage becoming a mixed faith marriage. You know, I don't want to tell my spouse about my faith transition. That'll rock the boat. I don't want to talk to my spouse about their faith transition. That'll rock the boat. I don't want to tell my parents about my faith transition. That'll rock the boat. I don't want to talk to my kids about the faith transition. Or I do want to talk to my kids about my faith transition, but that will rock the boat. It's a pretty common phrase. And it means any number of things to, I don't want to upset my marriage. I don't want to hurt my spouse. I don't want to deal with how this looks as we co-parent. I don't want others to think poorly of me or judge me in any way. I don't want to navigate the changes this will bring. I don't want to deal with this change and I want things to stay the same. So I want to talk about this comment. I don't want to rock the boat. And I want to talk about it in two main ways. I have two comments sort of, okay, they're kind of like soapbox, soapbox rants that I have about this. This is what you got. And, and I want to talk about these two things because I think this comment going unchecked can cause some problems in our marriage. Okay. First thing I want to talk about is this idea of like, I don't want things to change. Like things need to stay the same. That's a lot of what it means by I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to change things in my marriage. I don't want to upset anything. I don't want to make waves. And I just want to propose that staying the same is never an option. Never, never an option. Kids grow up. Jobs change, cars break down, callings change, you know, your husband's young men's president and then bishop and then high councilman and then young men's president again. And then, you know, it's just, it's a constant musical chair. Like you're in young women's and then you're in primary and then you're teaching seminary and then you're back in young women's and then you're in the stake for a bit. Like it's, it's always change always and for some reason we have this unsaid list of legitimate changes acceptable changes and illegitimate unacceptable changes acceptable changes are you know kids growing up and callings being changed and unacceptable changes are things like a faith transition or a mixed faith marriage and I think that can be a bit unfair Because what that does is it labels some changes okay and some changes like the enemy or bad. And and I like to look at change a little bit more expansively. Change is like the dynamic way life is. It's not bad or wrong, it's normal. Like we call it development in many times, in many ways. Like when we talk about childhood development, we're just basically saying here are all the ways your kid's going to change as they grow up. You know, it's so helpful for me 
to look at childhood development. And then I'm like, wait, what is my kid doing? And then I can just be like, oh, well, this is just normal change. <laughs> this, is, this is what teenagers do. Actually, how she's acting right now is totally developmentally appropriate. I don't need to worry about it. I don't need to take it personally. I don't need to make this a problem. And I like to give this same permission to the change we experience as adults. This is just normal adult development. When I say development, I'm not saying that like there's like a superiority thing. It's just people naturally change. It's more acceptable for us when our kids change, but I want to argue it can be just acceptable for us as adults to also change. But when we make change the enemy or bad or wrong, we have to resist it and fight against it. And that's where so much of the suffering and challenge comes into place in a mixed faith marriage. So if we're saying I don't want to rock the boat and we mean I don't want to change anything here and I don't want there to be any change here, I think that's a fundamentally unfair thing to ask of anybody. Like change is part and parcel to the human experience. And if we start um, eliminating that as acceptable, it can be extremely challenging for people who experience change. The other thing I want to comment, and this is where it gets pretty metaphorical, where I follow the, the metaphor of rocking the boat pretty deeply, but I think it's helpful, so follow me on this. Is I want you to think about the phrase, I don't want to rock the boat. And I want you to think about a boat. Think about how a boat is shaped and the purpose of a boat and the function of a boat. It's meant to rock. It's shaped in a way like if you were to put a boat on a flat surface, it would rock. You put a boat in water, it rocks because that's the whole purpose and design of a boat. Boats are meant to rock. So why are we so scared scared stiff at the thought of our boats rocking? Why are we yelling at the other passengers to sit down and not rock the boat? Or yelling at ourselves for rocking the boat? If the very purpose of the boat is to rock. I have some thoughts on this. I think a lot of times we're scared stiff when our boat is rocking if our boat is poorly constructed. If there's something fundamentally flawed in the design of the boat. Because what are we ultimately afraid of? It capsizing and people getting hurt. But that's a very poorly constructed boat that capsizes and causes harm to property and people. And I think a lot of times in our marriages when we are convinced this any sort of, you know, movement by the passengers is going to cause it to capsize and cause harm, maybe there's something wrong with the construction of the boat. And maybe the fact that people are moving around and the boat is rocking isn't the problem. I like to think of um, how I've used boats in my life. My mom taught me to kayak and she had um, this yellow kayak. It's her 
signature kayak. As a matter of fact, I still own it. It's in my backyard with all of our kayaks. And um, that thing is a steady... <laughs> you have to try very, 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 very hard to get that boat to flip over that kayak. My brother-in-law owns a kayak that's like a special tea trick kayak meant to do super special flippy tricky things and you know you roll around and you're supposed to tip it. That kayak is a very challenging kayak for me to use because it's so tippy. Both kayaks totally meant to rock. (laughs) One though, the one I prefer, the yellow one, like it's so stable. It's meant to be stable. That's how it was constructed and that's the job it performs. The other one's literally meant to flip over. And that's just not one I would put a small child on, right? I wouldn't take my dog down the river on that flippy one, okay? Maybe the boat you're in, your marriage is in, your family is in, is a really tippy boat. Okay, then the problem is the boat. You need to get a new boat, need to get that yellow kayak that's super super stable i also like to think about boats like what's the whole purpose of them like we use boats in a utilitarian way to get us places we need to go we use them because they're fun right the whole point of a boat is to like go down the river go out on the open ocean um it's not to stay in the harbor or to stay strapped to the top of the car the purpose is like to go on cruises and boat rides for fun. I think of some of the super fun boat rides I've been on. I was a kid, study abroad in college, and we went on this boat ride in the Caribbean. It was magical. We went and saw these islands. You know, it looked like I was on a National Geographic special. We saw humpback whales. I mean, it was so amazing. Was I afraid of the boat rocking? No. that's exactly what it was supposed to do. I think of a trip in Costa Rica where my husband and I went on catamaran cruise at sunset, you know, ate dinner, saw the mountains and the ocean meet. So fun. Special sailing trip I took my um, daughters on where we saw dolphins. In near Charleston, South Carolina, we probably counted 200 dolphins on that boat. Right? We do these things, we get on boats for fun to show our places amazing, or show our kids amazing places, to go see new islands and new things. It doesn't have to be a scary, petrifying trip where everybody's frozen in place in fear. It can be a wonderful, fun, lovely thing where people, we, you know, we take our family amazing places and it's stable and safe where people can get up and look at the dolphins on this side and then look at the dolphins on the other side with safety and comfort. So if your boat is rocking, I would say that's exactly what it's supposed to be doing. Can your boat handle the rocking? Because that's exactly what it's supposed to be doing. If your boat cannot handle the rocking, I think there's something wrong with your boat. It's a tough thing to say, I know. And I get it. Sometimes people get a little seasick. You know, people don't like the waves and the water and the rocking. And just because somebody's seasick doesn't mean everybody else on the boat can't enjoy the dolphins or the views or the whales. 
So if you say this regularly, I don't want to rock the boat. I really want you to pause and ask yourself, why not? Is it because the boat can't handle the rocking? Is there something wrong with the boat? Do you need to change out of a fancy trick kayak into a regular yellow kayak? Is there something wrong with the boat that it can't handle the normal rocking it was designed for? Is the boat ride supposed to be very serious and scary and everybody's supposed to be, you know, super still and not actually enjoy the trip? I think these are important questions to answer. I think a mixed faith marriage can be a rocking fun time. And your boat can be very safe, even with lots of rocking. Because the boats are supposed to rock. There's supposed to be waves. There's supposed to be water. And lucky enough, there's also whales and dolphins and islands and views and sunsets. And sunshine as well. So if you're afraid of your boat rocking, there's another reason why. Because boats are supposed to rock. And it might be really helpful to find out why. What's going on there? A really great place to get started on working on your marriage is to get my free mini course, Strengthening Your Mormon Mixed Faith Marriage. It is free. And it is an amazing, great place to start working on some basic skills in your relationship. Go to my website, brookboothcoaching.com to get your free copy. Just on the homepage, you'll be able to scroll down and see some free resources I have. That's one of them. Grab it. Use it. Because if there's something wrong with your marriage where it can't handle some rocking, maybe it's time to redesign your boat. Because boats are meant to rock. Boats are meant to take places, to take people to fun places and show them amazing things. Boats are meant to accommodate people and their movement. Boats are safe. You know, yes, wear your life jackets. Yes, do all of that. Boats are meant to be stable. And if there's something wrong, we need to to understand what it is. All right. I hope you found this helpful and not too metaphorical, but I think you get the gist. If you need help working on your Mormon mixed faith marriage, go get that freebie now. brookboothcoaching.com. Go get that free mini course. It's all yours. All right. Wishing you the best.